0: G's and gents, ladies and germs, welcome to another episode of the At the Minute Podcast presented by Fan Fuel Sports. Quick announcement: a second podcast is coming to the Fan Fuel Sports channel. We cannot wait for you guys to hear this. We got big things planned. We're gonna continue to grow our reach. Thank you for everyone who has tuned in, listened, subscribed, dropped a review for us. We got more things to come, so stay tuned, basketball fans. We got something special for you. We'll announce it the next few days, next couple of weeks. We'll see what happens with that. But anyways, on today's show, two of my good friends, Austin Henning and Cody Hope, join the show to talk some NBA. Tip-off is going on right now as we're recording. These two guys know their stuff. We do a little Who Gets the Bag after all these rookie extensions have been signed and some cap or no cap for the NBA season. Then, as always, Jack McGrath, $100 picks, 6-2 the last two weeks. Our bankroll has doubled as the season has gone on. And with our best bets, we were 3-0 last week. So y'all better stay tuned. And at the very end, our boy Henning tells a little story about getting kicked out of the UT kansas game last weekend down in austin great stuff for you today everybody subscribe five stars tell your friends thank you for listening What's up Jackie Moon? I know you're excited about these NBA games, but we've had a lot of NFL news today. It's only right we get everybody started off with that. How do you how do you think about that?
1: Kind of hurts my heart to say it just because uh it's basketball day, baby. It's back, but yeah, man, it may as well have been the trade deadline coming early today because a ton happened and we've got to talk about it.
0: Yes, sir. Trade deadline is a week from today. Apparently, every team thought it was today so hey i thought it was i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. so we're gonna flip the script on you we're gonna put an nfl edition of the hot minute at the beginning of the show jackson are you ready oh yeah all right here we go three two one
1: emmanuel sanders the 49ers
0: Great deal for the 49ers. They're 6-0. Emmanuel Sanders will immediately be the best wide receiver. Garoppolo finally has a good weapon to throw the ball to. All right, carry on Johnson to the IR.
1: Knee surgery this morning. Feel bad for the guy. He was having a solid season. Pick up Um, Ty Johnson fantasy owners. He's going to be big. Muhammad Sanu to the Patriots.
0: The rich get richer. They gave up a second-round pick, which I thought was kind of a lot for this guy. Either way, he'll be a good weapon for Tom Brady. He's already tweeting at him. All right, Sam Darnold seeing ghosts.
1: More like Eli's ghost is what I saw last night. Poor New York football fans because he is in for a long, and by that I mean very short career. Okay, who's more (laughs) likely to go 0-16, the Dolphins or the Bengals?
0: All right, I'm going to say it. The Cincinnati Bengals. Zach Taylor has been a bust so far. The Dolphins almost beat the Bills. They were in that game. Almost beat the Redskins the week before. Bengals, 0 16. All right, last one. Who is your MVP frontrunner?
1: Mr. Rogers. Give me a discount double check. Nuff said. They're winning the NFC. He's winning the MVP.
0: Yep. All right, whatever. We'll see. We'll see if Rogers can beat the Chiefs this weekend. <laughs> At Arrowhead, they are a three-point favorite on the road, man. That's weird to say out loud. but Nah, I agree. no Mahomes, no Mahomes. Yeah, I agree with you. After that Russell Wilson L to the Ravens.
1: Deshaun, he's the only other one I'm really
0: worried about. And he caught another L as well. So, yeah, Rodgers, easily. All right, I'm here live with Austin Henning, Dallas native, Cody Hope, Wichita native, doing his thing in the 316. And of course, my boy Jackson Stover, chilling in Stillwater. Yes, sir. So, NBA starts today. We got to have these two guys on. Butthead's a little bit about the lake show, whatever. <laughs> so let's get right into it. Crazy couple days in the NBA. We got a flurry of new contracts, everyone's getting paid. Austin, Cody, what do you guys think about this? You excited for the season?
2: Oh man, I
3: cannot wait, dude.
2: I feel like any NBA fan has to be more excited for this season compared to years past. That's for sure. Why? Why is that? I mean, you don't have the Warriors. You don't have. uh, I think last year they opened up at like minus two hundred favorites to win the championship. You can't have that. That's no fun. Fair enough. I thought you were gonna give me a full on Laker answer with that. Oh, uh, I mean so. I mean that that's obvious. <laughs> I'm trying to stay off of that until later. I'll hit on the Lakers, don't worry. <laughs> okay, Jackson, what you got? Dude, I'm just excited to see all the new
1: guys with new teams. It's a wide open race and I'm just glad that there's actually regular season games worth
0: watching for the first time in forever. For sure. Okay, so Let's just start it off. Brad Beal got that two-year, $72 million extension a couple days ago. Makes a whole lot of sense for Washington. If they're going to get rid of the guy, trade him on a big deal, bring a lot of assets back in. And then we got Joe Ingles re-signing with the Jazz one year, $14 million. And then, Jingles, baby. That's your boy. And then a whole slew of new guys. So we brought on Austin and Cody to break it down for us. All these rookie extensions just got handed out. A lot of big-name players, honestly. So should we get right into who gets the bag?
4: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right, so this first one's for you, Cody. Who gets the bag? Jalen Brown, four-year, 115 mil from Boston. Pascal Siakam, the four-year, $130 million max from Toronto, coming off the championship, or Buddy Healed, Buddy Love, with the four-year, $94 million incentive-based contract. He's got 86 guaranteed. The rest is bonuses. Who are you paying? Which deal do you like the most
2: here? Uh, when you first said that, man, I thought I was going to go with Siakam just because most improved player. He averages, averaged 17 points last year, and I think two years ago he was at like seven points. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's a crazy jump right there. And he's just, I mean, his potential is limitless. But I've been seeing stuff about Buddy Heald, like 43% from three-point. I mean, he hoops his career. He's a 42% three-point shooter. He, had 20, he averaged 21 points a game, five rebounds, two and a half assists. I kind of think I like that one the most, especially for the value. You get him at 94 mil. When you're getting up to the 130, 130 million, the max contract, that's like asking a guy to be one or two. So you're asking for – I mean, if you're going to compare him to a LeBron, AD, some of those guys, I just don't know the, the value in that, at least not this year, next year. So maybe they're just doing that for the future. But that Jalen Brown one, I don't, I don't know about that. He's got he's to gotta prove that's something. Bi-
3: that's big money for Jalen Brown, in my opinion. I agree. Um, I saw something on Buddy, Lo- on Buddy Love, too, and it was, like, him and Steph were the only two guys last yep. year to average, like, 20 and, like, 43% from three. Um, I mean, four years, 94 mil, like, in this day and age,
2: too. I just – I really like that guy. That's not bad. I saw that stat too, and that's what – I was, like – at first, I kind of wasn't that impressed with Buddy, like – I don't know. He just seemed like he wasn't doing too much Same. or what I thought he was going to do in the league. But, I mean, <laughs> then I looked up his stats, and he's averaging 21-5 and 2.5. And That's not bad. And he's going into yeah. his fourth year. So,
1: you I've never know. part of it's another... the fact that he's been playing for the Kings. And so, I mean, I can kind of embarrassingly say I haven't watched the Kings play a ton the last few That's years. That's a great team. Like, they're year not a year team, fun, year.
2: The They Aaron are Fox.
1: I love Fox and a lot of those guys yeah. they have Bogdanovich. But it's just not a team that comes to mind when I think of someone I'm really excited to watch. Didn't they another,
2: just pay Bogdanovich? Th- or or did I, said I see they that? Did. Yeah, I think they just paid him too. So they're yeah, they're kind I of locking in for the future.
3: Yeah. Um, another thing about Heald's contract is it's like front loaded. I didn't even know what that was until today. I was kind of <laughs> looking at it a little bit. Um, so he's going to make more money in his in like his first couple years than he will like later on, right. which like will give them opportunities to pay Fox, pay Bagley like later on. Tons of know. cap I, flexibility. Yeah.
2: Hey, so, I don't think I've ever I mean, heard like, that. That's kind of smart. Love yeah, no,
0: idea. I really like that. I don't know if you guys heard our NBA futures pod, but I really like Bagley as a potential uh, most improved player option this year, 16-1. I but like that. Let, let's get back to the Jalen Brown deal since I think we all agree we like that one the least, and he's probably the biggest household name of the bunch, wouldn't
2: you think? I mean, cool. I feel yeah. like he's got to prove what he can do without – Kyrie, like you kind of saw in the final or the Eastern Conference finals two years ago, and he he started to do his thing, but we'll see. I mean, with Kimba, a little bit less ball dominant.
1: That's what makes me think he might be worth the money
2: just because when he didn't have Kyrie there,
1: and for whatever reason, I just feel like Kimba's going to be a better fit with him. I look at what he did in the playoffs with no Kyrie and no Hayward, and that makes me think, oh, shit, okay, maybe he will live up to the four-year 115 mil if he's getting more touches. But it's ca- a lot of money.
3: I kind of agree with you. It's a lot of money, no doubt. But, I mean, he averaged like 18 a game in the playoffs last year. I mean, that's – I mean, if you can prove that you can do that and however many games they played, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's good
0: numbers. Yeah, I just
2: think if – We'll I'm see. They're going to be a fun team. I
0: know. I, I'm really yeah. excited to see Kimba. It's the most excited I've been about him since, you know, that running through the Big East, East tourney. <laughs> tourney and yeah, no doubt. Chris Crossen, what was his name? Hesse he, Hesse he beat me? <laughs> the big on uh, pit.
2: Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Cody. McGee. Oh, McGee. is that right, Steven? Uh, I remember... saw
0: Stephen McGee. That's an a and yeah. quarterback. it's something it's... McGee. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're getting deep in our bag here, but... uh I, I don't know. I'm excited about that team. I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch with Kimba running the point. I would, I just want to see more of Jalen Brown putting the ball on the floor, looking to attack the basket, because right now he's more of a 3 and D guy. And four-year, 115 mil for a career, 36.5% shooter. I don't think that's that great of value. So
2: I don't know. Do you, y'all think it's just the defensive side of things or what? I mean, I feel like you gotta have now in today's NBA. You gotta have two stars. You gotta have a LeBron AD, a PG, <laughs> Kawhi, something like that. So if you're if you're already giving JB 115, then he's either gonna have to be that, which I don't think he is, or I mean, they I doubt they can afford, or their bench is gonna be terrible if they get two more max. So we'll see. I don't I don't know how I like that. Mm-hmm. It's a big investment in
0: JB. Hopefully, he can up his. You know, output from 13 to what do you think, like 17, 18 this year? I think that would validate the contract. I think he goes up to the 17 to 20 range this year.
2: We'll see.
1: We'll see. It's a big. Yeah, I think you got to get closer to the 20. I think 20 is a lot. Asking JV
0: to put up 20 a night, but that's just me personally. No, I agree. Do you guys have anything else on the other guys, Siakam or Buddy?
2: Um, I'm good. I think I just had Buddy one, Siakam two, Brown three. Hey guys, I gotta say something. Uh, we just
1: hit the over on Brandon Ingram, so he's at twenty points. That's
2: huge! Come on, come on. on. <laughs> come on. All That's right. the lock
1: of the night, right there. Yep, hit him and then bleed already. It's a good night, baby. <laughs> All right, Jackson, big night. Move us on. All right, Henning, who tell us who you got? Who's getting the bag here? We've got Sabonis got a four-year, seventy-seven million dollar deal. DeJounte Murray four-year 64 mil and then and Prince got a two-year 29 mil of those three who gets the bag that's that is crazy tough
3: um I personally I love all three contracts um but I'd probably have to say DeJounte Murray honestly um with him being oh, out so. last year um the whole year with the ACL I think like he's a career like eight point per game player but I think, like, a couple years into that contract, we could be talking, like, that is an absolute bargain for a player caliber. his caliber. Um, he's a beast defensively. He, he's shown that he can – I mean, I think shooting threes is where he's like, that's the only part of his game that he really struggles. I mean, he can distribute the ball. Um, but, I mean, both those other contracts are awesome as well. Um, I mean, Sabonis, what, what did he average last year? Like, 14 and 10 almost. 14, um, 9, and then three assists, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean – that's, I mean, for four years, 70, $77 million I'm um, I mean, that's a pretty good contract for him as well. so But I like all three. Um, if I had to rank them, I'd probably say DeJounte one, Sabonis two,
0: and then Torian Prince three. Yeah, no. I don't disagree with that. I like that. I like Sabonis a lot. I think that – what is that? It's a little under $20 million a year. I wish the Thunder would have paid Steven Adams a deal more yep. similar to that. like. Yep. like It must have been the 2016 salary cap. It was the
1: different day and age when everything was just going nuts and the TV deals were through the roof.
2: Yeah, no. Plus, they were trying to win now, so I bet they were just – I mean, Steven Adams definitely can be a a piece in the championship contender, so I feel like they wanted to give him the money rather than the chance of him getting away from him. But it turned out to be a terrible, terrible deal.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, I (laughs) know. Okay, I'm gonna have to. He didn't
2: develop either the last
1: couple years. Like, I think the thought was kind of like the Sabonis deal, you know, into this contract, he'll be playing up to that value. And he just never really got a ton better the last few years. I think he's kind
2: of, he's not really a a big in today's NBA. Like, nowadays, you gotta, I mean, he can kind of step out. He's been shooting. Hey, what, he did showed the three one ball, one? Yeah. knocked yeah. one down in the preseason. Oh. <laughs> but you gotta be—I mean, I want a big who's gonna be able to pump fake, dribble from the three-point line, attack the rim. Like he's just not that. And I guess—I mean—he I, can be a defender and a border, but I, I don't know if that's gonna win. Like against the Warriors team last season, you can't play him on defense. No,
3: I hear you on that too, Cody. But I mean, you absolutely want to do like Stephen Adams on your squad. I mean, that's. I think that's no doubt, you know.
2: Yeah, but it's for the money, I get. I mean, you Yeah, yeah. toss him back. That's plugs. that's what I'm saying. They probably they probably didn't have a chance to get a different big and they were like, He's our best bet, we're gonna pay him so he doesn't leave. Hopefully yeah. get a yeah. title. And he was making some bonus like jumps year to year. I mean, he was getting
1: statistically better in every category and making huge jumps and rebounds and points a game. And I think they thought that was gonna keep going on a little bit longer than it did, unfortunately.
2: This might be a this might be a dumb take, but I think Sabonis might like plateau. I don't know how much. Strictly off of potential, I like the Deontay Murray, especially if he can kind of channel a little Tony Parker in that pop system. We'll I like see, that. but yeah. yeah, I mean he's I like gonna kind of have to. He just got to stay de- He's
3: definitely, he, yeah. That, I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, he's definitely proven he's a team guy, and that's what Pop loves in guys. But. Um, I Pop mean, yeah, has had a hard-on I mean,
1: for him for years. I mean, he's been hurt every single year, and it seems like for whatever reason, they're constantly raving about him. And even the years when he's out, they're like, man, if we had Murray right now, you know, DeJounte Murray would take this team to the next level. And it just seems like he's Pop's guy, and he really does think he's Tony Parker's replacement.
2: And I trust Pop, man. That dude's a legend. He's a, yep. a straight-up legend. So whatever he thinks, man, I'm I'm probably going to go with it. <laughs>
0: I also <laughs> agree with that. Another uh, clutch player gets paid with that deal. But back to the Hey,
2: clutch forts, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> back to the Sibonis uh, slash Adams conversation. I want to ask Cody and Austin, I want to hear both of your answers. More three pointers made this season, Steven Adams <laughs> or Ben Simmons?
3: Ben Simmons
0: <laughs> no dude fucking Ben Simmons You get that shot out of here give, I'm gonna go give with me
3: give me give me Ben Simmons but also last year I bought into the the hoodie mellow and I was like that boy's oh. getting signed he's gonna come back and go nuts and that didn't happen so who knows if all this stuff we're seeing on social media is just for show
2: I'll believe him I'll believe Simmons hitting the three when I see it in the real game I don't, I don't know if he'll take too many honestly they might have to come out and guard him but that's really all that matters if they're going to have to start doing that. I Maybe think he he'll take easy. one or two a game just enough that they have to actually step out on him sometimes,
1: and they can't yeah. just sit back and act as a help defender all the time.
2: Last season, LeBron was playing literally under the rim against <laughs> him, and it was it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like Nobody besides Shaquille O'Neal should have that defense on him ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm really,
3: really excited to watch that Philly squad this year, though. I'm kind of with you, Pete Mitch. I think they're going to be really,
0: really good. That team is for real, man. Embiid. I don't know why people aren't hopping on the MVP train with him. The odds are too good. Health, man. Health. Health. I'm trying to tell you, dude. He plays. He's like... got to play seventy games. He's got to play seventy plus to win. Okay. It. Well, you you talk about the other MVP alternatives and like who are you looking at? You're looking at Giannis to repeat. Like Steph's chances
2: just help. Uh, Steph, I do dude. like
0: Steph, but Steph's my
2: pick. We, sure don't Jay- him out. we don't know now.
3: We don't. James Harden for MVP should have happened last year. It's happening this year. Thank you. That Austin. dude's gonna come. That dude's coming out, and he's gonna give you another thirty-five a night.
2: Probably seven boards. It's what he does. Dude, if I, I see that, if I see that one foot jumper, I, I don't know if I can watch <laughs> him anymore.
1: I might have to. Turn Dude, Lonzo did that tonight. <laughs> did y'all see it in the game? Right before we
2: started. Did for he knock it minutes. down?
1: No, he fucking airballed it, and it looked really, <laughs> really, really, really bad. Like really bad.
2: Dude, that's terrible for the game, man. I don't like his game at all. I I just don't respect it. I mean, I, you have to respect it, but
3: he just I don't know how you don't like like a guy that can come in and give you thirty six a nine. <laughs> I like it, but it's
2: not playoff basketball. There's a reason he can't he can't make it in the playoffs. It's just not sustainable. Uh, I agree.
1: That style doesn't work, and Kobe was spot on when he said it. I don't know how many summers ago or when it was, but he said in an interview that didn't really go viral until after Houston had all these struggles. He said, I don't think that type of offense and that D'Antoni basketball will ever win. And I can personally say, as a Suns fan, I mean, I'm looking at my Steve Nash picture in front of me right now. I watched that D'Antoni stuff for, with Phoenix for – I mean, what well, felt like a decade, and it never worked. I mean, they'd have playoff runs, and they always had to deal with the Lakers, but the D'Antoni offense has never won a ring. So I, I don't know if they're ever Who, who But
3: who else do you want on that Houston offense to create for you? Chris Paul was horrible all year long. Um, Eric Gordon, he's not going to create for you. I mean, I don't even know who else you're going to give the ball to. No, if I agree that. I
1: definitely agree, but he playoff time, Harden just doesn't get it done.
2: He, he really – At the I end mean, of the day –
3: I mean, it's 29 a night in the playoffs with cents a game <laughs> games not getting it done. But I when it matters, I mean, if he's got the he chance to done. beat
1: the Warriors with Chris Paul out and they missed, what, 28 threes in a row? I mean, if, if that's my guy that's going to win me a ring, he's going to take bad. the ball over and go start getting bad. buckets
0: and end that drought. Man, I'm high on the Rockets. I'm high on the Sixers. I'm glad Henning knows what real basketball looks like. <laughs> you two lunatics are still trying to figure it out.
4: No, you've been uh, talking
0: dude, shit dude, on the been, Rockets for years Yeah, watching them play. P-Mitch, it's boring P-Mitch. basketball.
2: It's bad for the game. pee I think last year you said – if I see Harden playing me- more basketball, I'm gonna stab my eyes out. Give me that. Like, yeah, I've heard that so many sometimes. times. I definitely <laughs>
3: said that to your face, but my, player, my boy Russ is uh, on that roster now. So okay,
2: I, I love Russ. I mean, ever since he he had that little vendetta against KD, I hope they knock or I guess shit, they won't play until the, until the finals. But I was really hoping they would get the the Warriors one year. Yeah, get a little revenge. Okay, we're going to close this bit with
0: a little NBA cap or no cap. Y'all know the drill. If you agree, you say no cap. If you don't, that's cap. Let's wrap cap this it. up so we can watch this West Coast Staples Center action. Oh, baby, let's Let's go. get it, oh, man. Let's do it. <laughs> it's the start of a great oh,
2: yeah. rivalry. Let's oh, go.
0: my god! <laughs> All this right, Cody. So Cody, you ready? Yeah, let's get it. Okay. This Lakers team belongs to A.D.,
2: not LeBron James. Cap or no Oh, man, cap that. Cap that all the way. You, me, Skip Bayless even knows the answer to that. It, it's LeBron's team. I mean, it's, it's always going to be LeBron's team. He's like magic out there. Even if he's only putting up 25 a game, he's probably going to be averaging 12 assists, 10 rebounds, something like that. So, plus, he's just a leader. A.D., has he been what to two playoff series, if that something like that? Uh, I think he said one. If one, yeah, one, yes. So I mean, he's gonna have to depend on LeBron, Rondo, even Danny Green. I love what they did with the the three through twelve guys on the roster. I mean, they got some players this year, rather than just random dudes. They decided to throw on the team like Beasley. The dude showed up to the one of the games with the wrong color shorts on. It, <sighs> He he's a mess.
1: <laughs> that dude didn't even know his name half the time
2: he was on the court. <laughs> yeah, man, he was he was stupidly. Yeah. That man was fucked up on the court. But yeah, I mean it, it's LeBron it's LeBron's team. Everyone knows that. Austin, what's your gun on that?
3: Um I really hate to agree with Cody, but I think that's absolute tab. It's it's Bra Bron, it's Bron's squad.
1: Uh, <laughs> every team I, he's on is.
3: um but I do think AD is definitely gonna be the focal point of that offense. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna be absolute freaks in the pick and roll. We saw we saw it a little bit in the preseason. Um, that I mean, they're gonna be really really good come playoff time. I don't know if they're gonna be able to stack up against Kawhi and PG, but
0: I'm excited to see what happens this season. Agreed. Yeah, that, I, I just that pick that, and
2: roll is gonna be dirty. Yeah, it is.
0: I just think that if anyone's getting the MVP on this team, it's going to be Davis. I think he's going to be the, really the focal point of that offense, like you mentioned, Cody. And I think LeBron is going to kind of take that second fiddle role. You know, he's going to be more of a facilitator. And Yeah, you know, but it's kind of a... Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. I just think... The way the season's going to pan out, this could be when the whole NBA nation finally realizes what AD is truly made of because, you know, New Orleans is one of the smallest NBA markets there is. Nah. You put him he on wasn't. that. court; with <laughs> He didn't do shit there.
2: I, I, could, I, I agree with you on we're going to get to see what he's going to do, but the way that LeBron takes a second fiddle is he's still going to have some incredible passes. He's still going to put up a near triple-double shooting 60%. Yeah. And then with the story, everyone's going to want to say 17th year LeBron MVP. I mean, as much as I don't want to admit it, the storyline's going to have a big effect on that too. So I, I think – and we all know a story is just as important as the actual stats. I mean – No doubt. Everyone, yeah, so. One, one thing I was like really, really looking forward to
3: seeing was like a little AD and boogie again. Obviously, Boogie's out this year,
2: which is really, really tough for him. Yeah, poor dude. That, that
3: would have been cool to see.
2: Yeah, I felt bad for him, but I kind of – I think they're a little better without him, mostly from the defensive end. i just watching him with the Warriors last year. He, he was like, so, so slow. slow. Oh, It yeah. was like – He was never And then, and then he would sh- – yeah, and then he would try to like ISO from the perimeter and just like be so out of control, so slow. He, it just, he, just, it was he just wasn't
3: he just couldn't move like he used to and it's
1: just you could just tell it was killing him. Yeah, he was trying That'll to play the same game he did before he was injured and everyone said that that's a two year injury, which just really sucks because you were hoping that this was gonna really be the year where he finally got back to full health and was back to what he used to be and then
2: Here we are. I Uh, I feel like Achilles is, like, the hardest one to come back from. So, it'll be interesting to see if KD can, man. I I hope he can.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Peter, you ready to move on to the next one here?
0: Yeah, here we go. Austin, this one's for you. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Alex Caruso is the third best playmaker on the Lakers roster. (laughs) Cap, cap, cap,
3: cap, cap. (laughs) Cap. Alex Caruso?
0: You we know he's
3: on. I didn't even know he's on the NBA roster. Uh <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but what? There's no way. Um
0: So who is it?
3: Braun, uh Rondo, and there's gotta be somebody else on the roster somewhere well, that's a a- better. A- A-D, obviously. Yeah. A D. Kuzma, I mean, Kuzma. Kuzma, yeah. I mean
0: Playmaker?
3: Shit, give me Costa's Ante cupo over that boy Alex Caruso. Uh, you
0: are don't disrespect uh, his name. Alex no,
2: Caruso is cold with it. Car- Caruso, was the first time I saw him out there, I was like, What is this dude doing in the NBA? And then I watched him more and he's low key a hooper, man. Like he can be he can he's be like trashy. an eight nine man who comes in and gives you something in the finals when you need it. He's I me mean, you need too. those type of guys. And you that, know, that boy got you know swollen. I
1: don't there know if go. y'all saw the picks, but he got swoled to something. <laughs>
2: He get you know short. who I
3: uh I was really impressed with this summer was Zach Norvell. Just watching yeah. him a little bit in preseason. He that dude, good. dude that dude's a baller.
2: Is he gonna those. get time? Is he gonna get time on like, no. or, or is he? Yeah. He, he's I mean, probably.
3: I mean, he's probably on a little g on the G League team, yeah, and then yeah. he he's probably on
1: a two some way games. Deal. Yeah. it's a
2: few guys injuries get hurt, maybe. When, yeah. when
1: Avery Bradley yeah. has his annual injury and somebody else gets banged up, they might bring him up for a few games. But. Bro,
2: I'm I'm amped about Avery Bradley. I think he's gonna be the sneaky like X factor for this team. his, oh, his D is gonna. What? what about that what be. about that boy oh sorry. What yeah, about that boy
3: Dwight Howard, Cody? Think about him.
2: I also am liking the way Dwight Howard's looking. I really am. He he looks a lot more in shape. He looks fit. I mean, he's looking right, man. I think I think he's an excellent addition to come off the bench. They already are starting out with JaVale McGee, A. D. LeBron. You got six eight, six ten, six eleven. Do you see LeBron's actually taller? Based on the new heights, it's crazy. He's like, God, I-, <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> <The> new heights. <laughs> Enlighten me on the new heights. Everybody else, uh, uh, they did it like NBA teams are now having to like give like the true heights of players. I can't lie about them. So AD, I saw went from like seven foot or six eleven to six nine and a half or six ten. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But Jeez, so I guess that's what happens when you're the king. Huh? I saw one outdoor it it's only like six seven or six eight actually. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of wild. Some of the heights were surprising to me. Yeah, definitely. So, Hitting, final answer. You agree? Alex Caruso is
0: the third best playmaker. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: come on, bro. I'm, I'm gonna have to see a lot from that dude to say he's top five on that squad. Okay, well,
0: who is it then? It's got to be Rondo, right? Oh, I said I got I got Braun
3: and Rondo, no doubt, and then AD. Give me AD as a playmaker. Yeah, I mean, he's a four or five
0: assist a game guy. Okay. All right, I got one more question, and then we'll move on to Jackson's. So, who is going to be that guy for them? Who Who's going to be in that lockdown five-man rotation to close out games? I'm seeing LeBron, Danny, AD, and Kuzma. Who's the fifth?
2: Uh, I feel like it depends on the team, honestly. I mean, yep. so who did you have in there? So – Okay, let's assume we're playing the Philadelphia 76ers.
0: That's you're different, bro. They're bigger than big. every single team, like way bigger. Okay, well, even if you're playing Milwaukee, you're probably going to go big with Giannis on the floor. So I think Avery Bradley's in there unless you're playing the Sixers. Probably. Who
3: did you Who did you have? So today? you had you had Braun, Kuzma,
2: Danny Green, and AD. AD? AD. I mean, then a big team, you're going to put JaVale in there, but like – if you got a guy on the other team, a guard, who's their star player, and you can put Avery Bradley on him late in the game, I think that's – I mean, that might be the way you have to go. You don't really yeah. need any more offense with that. Unless yeah. you just – like, if it's Joe Embiid and uh, AD has five fouls, you don't want him to pick up the six, and, yeah, you probably have to have Javel in there. If, but, Sim- if Simmons what about, a
0: strap – go ahead, go ahead.
2: Uh, what about KCP? How do you feel about him? I don't like, I don't like KCP that – I mean – I don't like him for how much he's making. I think he's, I, I, he can shoot the ball, but sometimes he makes some bad decisions. He's not, he doesn't really like, he's not a playmaker. He's not going to create for everyone else. He's, I don't know. He's kind of just a three and D without in really an ankle
0: the D. Monitor. Let's just leave it at that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm not. He's, I'm got not a fan. That,
0: he's got that clutch bonus in his contract, <laughs> man. It's four million. <laughs> Any deal he signs automatically gets four mil more a year because of Rich Paul. I swear. He's taking over the game, man. (laughs) Gotta respect (laughs) it. All right, Jackson, let's move on. All right, Cody, this one's for
1: you. What happened with AD and the Pelicans was actually a great thing for the NBA, cap or no cap?
2: Uh, Oh, man, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to say it's completely situational, and in this situation, I'm going to have to agree that it was. Because I think, I mean... So what was he going to do? Play out the rest of that year. They're going to get maybe an eight seed or out of the playoffs, do nothing. And then the next year, they're not going to be able to bring in a second guy like a Kawhi or somebody like that. Yeah. So then, I mean, so then what really happens? Then they go the next year and they get another eight seed. And, like, instead they just got Zion, Lonzo, B.I., Zubach, who I don't even know. Is Zubak still no, on the No, Zubak's with the Clips. Zubak's okay.
1: but they also okay. got uh, – Oh, what's his name? Uh, they got Jackson Hayes, Josh and then they Hart. also got – Josh uh, Hart. Yeah, they got Virginia Tech, oh, dude, yeah. too. Uh, forgetting his name right now. 17th pick, uh, Nikhil alexander Walker. Walker. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Nah.
2: Yeah. NAW. And, and, I mean, I just feel like that, that benefited both sides. It was great for the NBA. AD's on the Lakers. If that didn't happen, I don't really know. I mean, I guess maybe Kawhi goes to the Lakers, but I think I think the way it panned out – the league set up to have probably its best year yet at least most exciting yeah i agree ratings wise it's going to
1: be the best ever
2: yeah it's it's just it's going to be dope so i mean i have no problem with it it's situational if he had like four years left on his contract I, it's a little different but he gave everything he had they, they just couldn't bring in a second star yeah i'm with you situationally i don't
1: think it could have worked out better
2: I don't really love yeah. the way the that that's all
1: folks short shirt was uh, worn and all that stuff, but like for how big of a mess that could have been, it turned out perfect, damn near.
2: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think both sides won off of it. New Orleans, I mean, they they could be set for the future. Hopefully, Zion can come back and do his thing. That's that's a little yeah. worrisome, but definitely,
1: definitely. Okay, uh, Henning, this next one's for you here. Without Kawhi. The Raptors are a skeleton of the team they were last year, cap or no cap? Oh, no cap for sure. Um,
3: I mean, I still kind of like this Raptors team, honestly, with Fred Van Vliet and uh, Siakam. I mean, they got some pieces, um, but I don't see see a world where they make the playoffs.
4: Um,
1: See, I don't think they do
3: either. I was getting shit on for that when I said it a few months ago. I'm kind of just, I'm kind of looking at the Eastern Conference right now just like I'm just like kind of going on the list. I mean, I got the Hawks over them. I don't I don't know how you feel yep. about that. Yep, um, I'm with you on
2: that. The Celtics, Pacers, yep. I, they're, Key, they're yep. gonna be a, Bucks. They're going to be a weird team cuz I think they can beat anyone on the league, especially on NBA schedule and at any given night. They have I mean, you got Marcus Hall, Siakam if he does his thing, FEV is going to be up for six-man of the year. Plus, you big he's
1: for real, man. That's, That's a
2: pick. I think he's the
1: second-best player on that team. I like him more than Lowry, honestly. Mark, Mark Gasol is getting old. Kyle yeah. Lowry is – I've never been a huge fan of Kyle Lowry. He's a fat Sur- Chris Paul at best, Serge Ibaka
3: <laughs> hasn't played inside the paint since he was in Oklahoma City. Yeah. I, I actually love that dude back when he was in Oklahoma City. He used to block shots. Serge Ibaka, kind of
1: man. No one we calls call him that anymore block-a. for a reason.
3: Yes, thank you, Jackson. And then that dude decided that he should start shooting thirty percent for the year from
2: three, and I don't take know. A four I just, game. I, yeah, I've never been a huge fan of that dude since then. But plus, plus, I mean, if if KD and Kawhi don't get injured in the finals last year, you you have a completely different. You're not really talking about this team as they. I mean, they weren't going to win the title, so you're not really talking about them as the defending champs. Ooh, I don't know. We'll see how I it plays me. out. That's I don't you know, know dude. True. I. I
3: Kawhi
1: was an absolute beast that's the thing I don't I don't know it last year
0: because
1: I I did not know that was gonna happen I didn't love your pieces
2: say that again Cody say that again what'd you say if KD and Clay don't get injured in that series then the Warriors sweep them maybe and if not they win in five games and it's not even a contest (sighs) It's not even a contest. I'm they, not going to get down to the games. i not going
0: to get down to the games. That's I thought. I thought, Kawhi changed I, thought my K,
3: mind. I thought if KD came back healthy, I was like, this, this dude's going to win MVP, and another finals MVP, and they might get a ring. But I, I, like after like thinking about it, I don't think Kawhi was losing. He was not losing three straight. There was absolutely no
2: way. I that mean yeah, once you're level if you give him a lead like that then obviously I'm saying the whole series game 1 they have everyone completely healthy. I mean, I saw LeBron go off for a 50 point triple double and so I, shout out shout out JR Smith, bro. Never. That's my guy. <laughs> shout out JR for the the off dumbest player of the all hinty, time. bro. That's what no, he does. I
0: don't I don't think if you that. can throw Iggy, KD and Draymond at the pair of Kawhi and Pascal Siakam, I don't see where the rest of those buckets are going to come from unless Fred Van Vliet is just reaching all the way down to China in his bag and dropping like six threes again. I just don't Dude, see it. Dude,
1: he did a couple of those <laughs> games though. He made some dog plays. Like there were times where I was sitting there thinking, man, they're kind of taking Kawhi away. They're not going to let him beat them tonight. I don't see anyone else from Toronto being good enough to step up. It's definitely not Kyle Lowry. I don't think it's Siakam. He's been bad in the playoffs. I don't know who it's gonna be. And then Fred or Van Vliet would go drop like twenty five and hit four or five threes and just made me eat my words. So I got I got mad respect Kinda, for Fred Van Vliet.
3: I agree hundred percent. Kind of back on that a little bit though. I just like with them being a skeleton of themselves, I don't see Siakam being the number one guy on a playoff team. I just I personally don't Same. see it. I thought he was I thought he was incredible next to Kawhi just because Kawhi de- de- de-
0: demanded so much attention, but He's a supporting um, I, piece.
1: He's not the guy you build
0: around. Let me yeah. let me throw something at you. Siakam right now, twenty nine, sixteen boards, five assists, one block. That's
3: what he's got tonight. That's what he's yeah. got. Right. Now. I've been
0: watching it. He looks pretty good. That,
3: cool. that dude's gonna make me
1: eat my words this season. So. He I mean, might, he might be there. Dude, he's next been nice, and I think that's what they're banking on. I think they're banking on him stepping into Kawhi's uh, shoes. Or I at don't least think they have to be.
0: He's never gonna have that game off the dribble. I think he's more of a Draymond, like get the ball and move, get downhill, maybe look to distribute it. Or Draymond finish. ain't
3: giving Draymond ain't giving you 29. Draymond ain't uh, giving no. you over 20. I'm just ever. talking
0: about the way that guy scores. I don't see yeah. Siakam putting it on the floor, hitting you with a step back or anything like that. Yeah, no. He's I been agree. doing a lot of that tonight, from what I've seen. I'm not gonna lie,
1: but there's a whole lot of games to be played. He's got a nice little mid range. Yeah, he does. If he can get the three ball working and start shooting 35 to 40 percent from three, then he's really got a chance
0: to be special. But
1: That jump shot. That's where you put yourself to the next level. He was getting
0: getting blasted for that in the playoffs. He couldn't knock down that three pointer consistently. He
1: was invisible in the playoffs. That's the other thing that makes me kind of skeptical of him. Because that matters. Like you got guys like Fred Van Bleed that step off off the bench or step up off the bench at big moments and make you say, All right, this dude deserves money. And then guys like Siakam that you're kind of expecting to show out and help you win and they just disappear.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why you're, you're also banking that he's just going to develop into something better than what he is. I mean, he went from seven points to 17. Yeah. So, I mean, they're obviously banking hard that he's going to make another couple jumps. So, it could, I mean, it could, what are they paying? Him? Is that the max? Yeah, contract? he's getting, are they giving it, he
1: is getting 25% of their team's money the next four years.
2: Even if he can develop that's, – that's crazy. I mean, he's going to have to develop, yeah, into the number one, number two player, which, yeah, I don't really see that happening, especially not when you're, you're comparing him to Kawhi, AD, all those dudes. That's just – I don't know if that happens. Yeah,
1: yeah. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Uh, we got any final thoughts here, guys, because I'm not going to lie. This Pelicans-Raptors game has four minutes left, and it's looking pretty nice right now.
2: I know I got the Raptors on some bets that I really need FVP to come through. Ooh, I got so, Pelicans so money line. Learn. So uh... that's honestly, I don't know how they were favored by so much. I was kind of. I a, just took it as a value. I was
1: shocked. Come on.
2: <laughs> All right, hey, I'm here, <laughs> guys. Do then, no. I, uh,
1: I'm behind you, so. Uh,
2: <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh shit! My bad. bad.
0: I got a couple things, and then What's we'll up? get out of here. Okay. Right. Austin. Austin. You here. There?
2: You there? We might have lost him. We might have lost him. No worries. There must be a
1: big development going on in this game, and I'm just behind. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Cody.
2: Let's hear it.
0: What do you feel about the Lakers? How they are going to match up in the West? I just kind of want your, like, overall thoughts. Dumb it down to, like, two minutes. What you got?
2: Man, I was watching with uh, – I was watching their first preseason game with Hollings, and within the first quarter I was like, this team is going to win it all. <laughs> and – I I'm very confident that it's the best duo that we've seen in a long, long time. I was, I was, and what do you guys think about this? I was saying that I'd rather have those two compared to D Wade, Boss, and LeBron. So I'd rather have that big two Dude, compared to the big three. I take LeBron no? in his prime in that big three over there. Yeah, 21. I think, I think he's better now than he was then. Overall, as a player, he's smarter. Besides defensively, obviously. I like Even his jump shot so much finals. better back then.
1: That's the kicker what? for me. Get the one out of here. Yeah. I like the way he dude, shot his, the ball with the heat and when his, his last year's with the heat and he his, his early years with
2: Cleveland. No, dude. he's He's been wet these past couple years. I mean, his three point shot has gotten like crazy good. Cody, I'm like something about I,
1: his shot now just doesn't sit right with me. And I think it's the free throws. Maybe that's it. But for whatever reason, him shooting the ball now, his jump shot, and just the way he plays is so different. I like old it's, LeBron, it's, go drop 50 on your head. I mean, I know he's still got that, but
2: Yeah, careful. it's it's the, it's definitely the free throws. Watching the free throws, even for me, is tough. But I, he's just a slower, smarter, older player, honestly, and I love it. No. You put him at the elbow. When they put him at the elbow and let him pick apart the defense or free throw line extended, it's almost impossible to stop. I mean, he, he literally tells the other four guys where to go, and then he just runs the play and more than likely gets someone an open shot. Calibre. So I just –
0: what you know that we watched this man elevate his game off the dribble
2: last year. He was such a different player shooting that three ball. It's not oh my gosh, sucks. it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Like he was hitting like, I know he always had a step back, but those were almost just crazy when he would hit them. Yeah. Now he's like confidently taking them, and you're kind of like, dang, I'm a little surprised that he missed that. Like he, he's definitely developed that shot. Mm-hmm. but i can see i mean he's not as athletic as he was he's not going out and putting up 50 it, he still can but that's just not what he's trying to do mm-hmm. but i mean i like them against i like their matchups against all of the teams in the west really i mean obviously you got the Cliffs as the biggest matchup but i i just don't know about pg man he's he's been the favorite to lebron with some of those pacers teams and he just he can't compare to him so i guess if it's Kawhi versus LeBron and then PG versus AD, I still don't know about that matchup. I like the clips, but
1: I've talked about it a ton, so I don't really need to say too much. I just,
2: <laughs> oh, Kawhi and PG,
1: man, that just gets me aroused. And they're both yeah. in their primes right now. And that's probably the two best flat-out <laughs> defenders in the league.
2: That that's, that's true. I will agree with that. But although, I don't know, man, AD, I feel like we – nobody has seen what AD is capable of yet. I mean – like Piment said, he was playing over in New Orleans. He never really watched the games. Now he's yeah. gonna be front and center. I he's gonna he's gonna shock some people, and it's crazy that people are gonna be like, you can still be shocked by AD, but people just haven't really seen him. He's not been on a big stage. I agree. So I, I'm I'm excited to see what he can do, and I think LeBron, when he wants to, which is in the playoffs, he he can D up. So I I'll take that offensive firepower, the IQ over over the other squad. 100 hey, percent hey well we about to see
0: in just a couple minutes here let's go Cody. Yep. Austin, thank you for coming on austin i don't know if you just got abducted by a ufo or the <laughs> cartel but hopefully we get a hold of you later cody <laughs> lakers money line was my pick tonight the odds the odds shifted a lot from thursday when we recorded our nba podcast you know, I what, think the what is it? Realized that PG was out,
2: and they started hammering the Lakers. I think that was yeah. Good. I was shocked when I saw it open at the Clippers minus one. I, I hammered it because I, I mean the Lakers. I think you're going to win it without PG, but exactly that we'll see. P. Yeah. all those guys, they're tough. So it's, it's I like a the big clips game. at home. They're well, tough. not home. I mean they're both at home, <laughs> yeah. but I like yeah, the clips both tonight. At home.
0: I'm ready to see what lineups they throw out, especially in crunch time. If it's a close game, is it going to be Montrez, Landry? Padgett, Are they going to have Lou Will and Kawhi out there playing together? That's what I'm. Yeah, because they could go ultra small and throw Montrez at the five, which I expect to see in the playoffs. But yeah, I,
2: don't know. I think the Lakers can throw out so much more experience. I mean, they got Danny Rondo, LeBron. Those three guys have all won a championship. I'm trying to think. You have Kawhi for the Clippers. Other than that, Lou Will doesn't have one. I don't think anybody yeah. else has a title or even really played in the finals. So, I mean, that's also, that's also big too, some experience. But we'll see. It's going to be a fun season, man. I'm pumped. Let's go, it's baby. It's going to be a very fun season. All right. It, I, it, it's going to be exciting. All right, boys, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Hey, appreciate it, man. It was a blast.
1: All right, we are back with our boy, the man, not boy, man, snacks, because <laughs> this weekend, I mean we all had a good weekend, but snacks, you were next level this weekend, man. Do you wanna you wanna give us a little recap of how much money you made real quick?
5: Yeah, I had uh, I had a grown man weekend. Uh <laughs> that's so, the truth. Yeah, I went three and one and second week lot, in a row. Second week in a row, mind you. Uh, only lost a ten dollar pick, so up ninety on the week out of the possible hundred. Um, almost nailed that KU score correctly. Not not score, but kind of how you the were game, all over that game. Yeah, I, I, I had it. a good feeling about it. Um, and then I hit Michigan. Or no, excuse me, Florida minus six at South Carolina. Uh, they won by like fourteen. Uh, Clemson pulled away at Louisville. Uh, and then Texas Tech, I don't know what that was. They suck. I don't know why. I Only stopped... three points, though.
0: Ten-point game. Yeah. Plus
5: seven. Yeah, they had a little backdoor score to try to make it close. But,
0: yeah, all in all, three and one on the week. Um,
5: had a little inside <laughs> bets to hit pretty nicely, too. So, first week in a while that I've won, which was very nice. So, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Good deal, man.
1: Good deal. Uh any any big takeaways we've got from this last weekend? Is there anything – did we learn anything about any team that we didn't really know before? Do you guys uh, have any huge takeaways?
5: I mean, the big kind of thing that's happening right now is Tua's ankle. Um, he might be out two weeks, which would put him out for that LSU game. Um, oh, I was, didn't realize he was actually going to miss time. I thought he was going to be good to go still. Yeah, Well, Saban said one to two weeks. Um, in two weeks, would put him – if he misses the full two, he'd be out for that LSU, so – that's okay, mean, they have people...
1: Arkansas this weekend. Yeah, so they'll, they'll... they could. I mean, honestly, I could play quarterback for them this weekend against Arkansas and still probably win. So yeah, that makes them. sense. I guess.
5: Oh, we learned Wisconsin's not as real as we thought. They got taken down. Yeah, yeah, bad loss. Um, it was kind of it was kind of waiting to happen. Wisconsin always kind of has this hot start. They blow out some non-conference teams and then just trip up against like an Iowa or a Northwestern or a Illinois like last week. So. Their season is not done, but it's, it's kind yeah, of teetering Playoff-wise, the they're done. Yeah, for sure. I think it's still speaking of the Rose Bowl, but it's, you can't lose yeah, to Illinois.
1: They need to get fortunate and win out here in the Big Ten for something real good to happen.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: another big game, Oregon-Washington. Oregon came back, handled Washington on the road. Pretty impressive win. I know they were down at least two possessions at halftime. Sack's so. best
5: bet of the week thank yep. you very much yeah i uh so funny story about that i was at a wedding shower for one of my buddies kind of at the end of the game and i was kind of talking to their parents and like trying to socialize and i was like i i need to step away and like check the oregon score <laughs> and i finally get away and i like see the score and me and my brother were at the party and he had oregon too and i'm kind of like i'm kind of tipping at this point and i yell across and i'm like tommy oregon one by four and we like high five like from across like the dinner table <laughs> and everyone's like, What? Like Oregon, what? But these are the degenerates yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean that's sorry, I didn't tell that story, but that was a pretty pretty good game from what I watched. I mean Oregon looked good and Washington looked a lot better than I thought they were. Um so yeah, big win for Oregon. to kinda of stay in the college football playoff hunt on the outside, but yeah, big win for them. Uh man. Penn
1: State, they're another team that's in the hunt, even though I don't re- still I don't really feel like Penn State's for real. But they handled Michigan at home, 28-21, pretty good game, pretty close. I actually thought Michigan could win at a few different points. But how do I feel about
0: Penn State here? Do you guys think they have any chance of taking down Ohio State in the Big Ten? I'm not going to have any opinion on Penn State until I see them beat Ohio State. It's really that simple <laughs> for me. Like – I I don't know. Ohio State has looked so superior to every team in that conference, especially after the Wisconsin loss to Illinois. I'm just not buying any of the hype. I I don't believe it. What's their biggest win? Iowa. They don't have
1: one, really, I don't think.
0: (laughs) Michigan State this weekend on the road.
1: Michigan State's not that good, but I could kind of see them maybe getting tripped up there.
0: Yeah. If if anything, it's really about who is the top four right now. And Alabama LSU will hopefully knock each other out of the top four and OU will finally slide in, man. Do you guys think they're being disrespected?
1: No, I think if anything, Clemson's getting a little bit too much of the benefit of the doubt. I, I agree. think OU's been more impressive than Clemson, but Man, OU just didn't play anyone non-conference this year. So it's hard
5: for me to say they really do deserve to be up there because, shit,
1: the Big 12 is just as bad as the ACC this year.
5: Yeah, I mean, the only thing going for Oklahoma is that they started in, like, the top five. So they all basically all they have to do is win out. You know, they can kind of just keep cruising by and get into this. It looks like they're going to get the three seed if they win out.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, so, it's, I mean, Oklahoma, all Oklahoma has to do is just basically win out, fly under the radar, and probably lose by – three touchdowns, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or whoever
1: they see, whether it's LSU, Uh, whoever. Yeah, or Ohio State even. If Ohio State goes goes undefeated, wins the Big Ten, SEC teams beat each other up a little bit, Ohio State can get that one seed, baby. And that would be a fun game, Ohio State and OU. That would be a very good game. I think OU still probably loses by a touchdown or two, but that one would be high scoring. That that might set the record if that happens for – The highest spread ever
0: that would be lit that would be lit
1: should we get into it let's do it let's get into this week's picks snack start us off here what do you got
5: all right first pick going to the big 12 manhattan kansas k-state wildcats plus 24 versus the oklahoma sooners we just talked about them um so right now k-state is six in the country and passing yards allowed per game um, now, they offset that because they're, like, 130th in rushing yards allowed. But my logic there is if they can make – you know, Oklahoma will be like, all right, let's just run the ball on them and, you know, air it out a couple times with Jalen Hurts. And if they can keep Oklahoma just kind of chewing some clock when they when Oklahoma has the ball, they can keep it close. I think that – I like that logic. I think that Jalen Hurts, his last two venues he's played in, the Cotton Bowl and then Norman, Oklahoma, he's going to be on the bus through, like – Central Kansas going to Manhattan like man what am I doing here like let's just get out of here let's get a win let's just move on. I think K State keeps it close. I think Oklahoma wins, but 24 points at home for K State. I think they looked good last week against TCU, so I could see them keeping it within maybe a score or two um just because, you know, OU's, you know, they can't really throw the ball on them as well as they have. So I think they just kind of you know, they struggle to move the ball a lot in those big gash plays that they usually have. So I could see – I could see KCN keeping it close. So that's kind of my my thinking. And the big thing is they're still recovering from the wagon mishap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that,
0: that's that's tough to come back from. I don't care who you are. That is tough to come back from. Do we hear any total injury counts on that? Is everyone all right? I think everyone's fine so we can laugh about it, and that's okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'll probably laugh about it anyway, honestly.
0: Unless someone's seriously hurt, then I'll behind closed It, close it looked like there it. was a broken clavicle in there, if you ask me. That was not a light fall.
1: Yeah. I didn't watch it in slow mo. I watched it full time a couple times while I was out drinking because it was homecoming here and we don't need to talk about the game. So it was really bad. But yeah, I didn't see it crystal clear. I just remember laughing a lot when I
5: saw it. Yeah, the, the you can see the blonde kind of take a bad fall, but it looks like she kind of got up. But, yeah, you, you don't come back from that in a week. It takes two weeks for your program to fully recover from, from that. So – I think this is a week to kind. Do you think either of the wagon drivers are out for the season? Do you think they'll be back the next
1: week or two, or do you think they're done? I mean, IR? I mean,
5: you have to keep an eye on that, just like you have to keep an eye on Tua's ankle. I mean, those are the two biggest injuries. That's, that's big
1: time. Yeah, <laughs> that that matters.
5: Those are the two biggest injuries in college football right now. So d- Vegas is probably looking at that right now, mm-hmm. trying to decide
1: if that's gonna, you know, how much that's gonna shift the lines here. Yeah, they don't know what to do with that. No, that, that's that's why they gave it to us here, and it's a good bet.
5: Yeah, so I don't know if you guys have any opinion on that. I mean, I think oh, OU could – in the back of my mind, I think oh, OU could blow this game out, but I just think that, you know, they're kind of due for a kind of a, a drag-out fight, an ugly game, that they kind of win by 14, 17 points. But I also could see that. I, I like this pick, and my reasoning behind that is – I can't believe I'm going to
1: say this. <laughs> it's probably going to be the best defense they face all year. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I don't know if you guys watched K-State versus TCU. I kind of had it on the side TV during Oregon-Washington, but K-State looks good. I mean, they're kind of Kleinman, their new head coach, kind of starting to figure it out, how to – Their loss to us was bad, but that's before everyone knew we were bad,
1: so it's not as bad. Mm -hmm. But the Mississippi State win was solid. I watched that game earlier in the season and remember thinking like, okay, Big 12 might be solid this year, beating the SEC team. And sure enough, we're awful. But – uh, this I also think this is probably the lowest over under here that OU is going to have all season at fifty seven and a half, and that's what I meant when I was talking about them in Ohio State. I meant the over and under, and not the spread. But fifty seven and a half just seems low for OU against anyone.
5: Yeah, and I think they kind of they're basing it off, uh, you know, OU might struggle to pass it as well as they have in the past uh, past couple of weeks. So, yeah, I guess State yeah. is keeping it close, making it ugly making Oklahoma sweat a little bit, but ultimately I think Oklahoma wins somewhat comfortably, but definitely within 23-and-a-half. I like that. Yeah, they've
1: scored over 57-and-a-half every single game so far. kind of like that over, too. I might, might look into that later. But, uh, yeah, I definitely like that first pick, Snacks. Uh, Peter, any final thoughts on that game before we move on to the next one? Yeah,
0: you said OU scored over 57-and-a-half and a points per game. You're talking about both teams. Yeah, like total over. Oh, I was, like, I was
3: about
0: to say. I was like, they, no, they, they didn't do that to our Jayhawks. So watch, watch your step yeah, there. Respect. What's coming? Now 65 total points in that game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I like it though. The logic is kind of the same as whenever I picked the Colts over the Chiefs a few weeks ago. Round heavy game, clock keeps ticking. The powerful, high scoring offense can't really break away. So plus 24, you said. Pretty good. I like yeah, it. Plus yep. and a half, yeah, plus 23.5, Yeah. Um, yeah, moving on. Thirty
5: dollar pick, Michigan Wolverines minus one and a half at home against Notre Dame. Oh, snacks! I thought we were, were we were never gonna go back to Big Blue here. Oh, we have gone back to them. I went back to them live on Saturday. They ended up covering for me. I got them live plus like seven and a half, one One by lost by seven. So I threw ten on the money line just for the hell of it. It was like ten to one thirty. Yeah. So I, I just got. They just keep sucking me back in. I can't, I can't stay away from Harbaugh's dumb face. I think, I think Trey Patterson actually looked somewhat decent in the second half on Saturday. And I just think that if Harbaugh loses this, he, I mean, he's not going to get fired, but his, his reputation is basically...
1: He's getting fired at the end of this season. Unless they somehow beat Ohio State and that just salvages everything, just because it's Ohio State and they've lost so many years in a row. But I think he's done
5: for. Yeah, and I just don't see – I just don't see a, a chance that Notre Dame goes into the big house and, and wins. I, you know, I haven't watched a whole lot of Notre Dame this year. I'm sure they're better than I'm giving them credit for. But if Michigan has one ounce of pride, they will win this game by a touchdown. Um, you know, the old play for the, the head coach kind of energy. Um, so minus one and a half. It's, they're basically saying that Notre Dame would be, would be two-point favorites at a neutral site. So I think Notre Dame's a better team, but I just think Michigan plays with a little juice, um, ends up winning this game by maybe a touchdown or 10 points. So it's, it's hard to keep betting on Michigan when they're just so inconsistent, but I think this is a game where they, they kind of take care of business. But who knows? Who knows? Okay. Okay. I kind of lost a lot of respect
1: for Notre Dame's resume after seeing Georgia lose to South Carolina. Because they really hung – they hung with Georgia, and I was just – after that game, I was like, man, okay, Georgia, that's probably a playoff team or at least borderline a playoff team. And if Notre Dame's hanging with them, then they are respectable
0: this year. But I'm not sure if they are after all. Let me kick you guys a scenario. Yep. So, you can either be a Cowboys fan stuck with Jason Garrett – or a Michigan fan stuck with Jim Harbaugh. Give me Michigan. Who are you Give taking? me Michigan every
1: day of the week. Michigan every day of the week. Why? I'd die before I was a Cowboys fan.
0: <laughs> well, I'm talking about success here. Is Harbaugh <laughs> I, think,
1: I think in Harbaugh at Michigan would win more games at Michigan than Jason Garrett. I think if you put Jason Garrett uh, on that team, I think he probably goes 6-6, six and 7-5. Six, and
0: five. What, as the Michigan coach? As a Michigan head coach, yeah. I would not argue with that at all.
5: I I'm just so, don't. Uh, go
0: ahead. Oh,
5: I I just don't know what happened to Harbaugh. Like a decade ago, he was taking Colin Kaepernick to the Super Bowl, and I now think he lost his mind. Yeah, I I, it's it's a think weird. He went crazy. It's a weird like past seven or eight years for him because he went from Stanford, up and coming, Forty ers Super Bowl, gets fired from. He the He went 49ers. from one of the most coveted best coaches in all of
1: football, any level,
5: like top five, yeah, without a doubt. To now, no one really wants anything to do with him. So. He's gonna enter the Lane Kiffin phase
0: of his career pretty quick. Oh, it's not it's not that bad yet, but it's on. (laughs) Oh, what was that Lane Kiffin tweet? It was like the refs or CUSA refs, and it was all these refs blindfolded with like, yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. Someone
1: quoted it. I think it was Odd Shark or something, and said (laughs) odds that uh, Lane Kiffin gets fired for this tweet. Yeah, he quoted it like (laughs) sunglasses emoji and
5: stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. Coaches on Twitter is just.
5: Cringe-worthy if Harbaugh ever gets to Twitter, then he will, oh, he will God. officially lose his mind. Pray for society. <laughs> yeah, pray be, for society. If that that'll happens. be the day, it'll be yeah. it'll be him and Trump just replying to each other about like they'll probably get coward in there. Oh yeah, God, sign me up. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> All um, should we move on? Let's move on. Yeah, let's do. Let's do. Stick cool. to sports. Uh, Twenty-dollar pick. Who we got? Twenty-dollar pick. Texas A&M. Minus 10 and a half at home versus Mississippi State. I've watched I've watched Mississippi State probably three times this year, K-State, LSU, and then some other random game. I, I just don't think they're good. I think they kind of hung around with LSU just because LSU was sleepwalking through that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think A&M still has, like, an outside chance. They need some help, but if, you know, a couple teams lose, they could somehow sneak into, like, one of those upper tiers SEC bowls like the Cotton Bowl or, you know, some of those big SEC bowls. So I think that at home, if it was at Mississippi State, I'd be a little worried. But at home, I think they take care of business. You know, I don't have a lot of opinions about either team. I just think that A&M could win this game by 21 points. Um,
1: Yeah, I hear that. Just, I mean, the 12th, man, it, it's hard to bet against. I just, ooh, A&M gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't I don't like A&M the ton this year.
5: Yeah, I, think, I just think they're one of those teams that struggles against good teams and then beats up on the bad teams. And I think Mississippi State is a bad team. So, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I don't really have any staunch opinions about either team. So, Mississippi, I mean, get, I mean,
0: Mississippi State's three wins are against – Louisiana, Lafayette, Southern Miss, and Kentucky. And they lost mm-hmm. to Tennessee 20-10. Tennessee is yeah. garbage this year. Yeah,
1: lost to K-State early in the year, at too. Home, yeah. yeah,
0: Every real team they've played, they lost to then. So, yeah.
1: Tennessee's not even a real team, hell. Oh, God. They may as well be a Division two school at this
5: point. Yeah, <laughs> it's gotten bad there. Um, yeah, we, we can move on. There's not a whole lot to say there. Uh, All right. $10 pick, Penn State. Minus five and a half at Michigan State. Um I Let's watched go. I watched the Penn State game. We kinda talked about it earlier. I watched the Penn State Michigan game. I
2: think
5: right. I think they looked pretty good and I've watched Michigan State and I just don't I don't know what people see in Michigan State. I don't think they're very good at all. I think okay. I think they struggle to score and I think Penn State's defense is pretty pretty legit. They kind of gave up some some garbage not garbage time scores against Michigan, but um, kind of late in the game when Penn State was just trying to milk the clock. So I, that could be a barn burner. That could be like a twenty-one to three game. Yeah, um, and it's you know I think it's the eleven a.m. game, which always just makes for up, 230. two thirty. Okay, two thirty. Um, so I think I think Penn State wins it by fourteen. I just I think Michigan State always just struggles to score, and I think Penn State has a pretty pretty decent offense. I think that KJ Hill receiver is a stud number one for Penn State. Um, So I, I just like them to take care of business here.
0: I really like that. I know I just dogged Penn State really badly at the beginning of this, but we're talking Michigan State here, and you pointed it out. The team struggles to move the ball. Penn State's been holding their opponents to, you know. Ten a game. Yeah. Ten a game. What did they gave up twenty one to Michigan, twelve to Iowa, and the rest the most they've given up the rest of the season it was thirteen. That's pretty staunch. Mm-hmm. So
5: Yeah, that's kinda all I have on that one. It's it's kind of a weak slate overall. Uh um, there's
1: there's a good game or two we didn't hit yet. Yeah. We got a
5: Auburn L S U.
1: That one should be pretty good.
5: Yeah, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do about that one. Um and then, I like
1: LSU, but the line on that eleven and a half. I mean, that's yeah. just a
5: lot for nine versus two. Hmm. I don't know what the over under on that one was, but I think if it's in the fifties, I think I would take it. I think. I think it's in the fifties. It is fifty eight and a half. Wow. Yeah. I don't think Bone I don't think Bone Nick scores more than ten points on LSU. <laughs> I, I kind of thought that, but same thing about Florida, I and mean, then that game was a shootout.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess that game to me is just like a stay
5: away, wait and see because literally
1: anything could happen.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I have, I know we're we're missing one, but uh, yeah, I'll get into that one and the
0: the old best bets. Wait, let All me right. let me make sure I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, All the right. uh, I'll yeah. leave it. I'll leave it. You, you, know, the, you know the the
1: one, the, the well. The, the well. I'm going back to the well. Oh, we're going back to the well. Back
0: to <laughs> okay. the well, Brookside baby. All right, we'll get there then. Do we move into best bets here?
1: I feel like there's no
0: better time. Yeah, let's have him run through his picks uh, one more time. And good let, call. Let's a let good it call. be known. The bankroll is sitting at a cool $236. I might be off like $5 on the whole year, but going from 100 to $236, we are going to put up a paywall for you listeners. You, you better start <laughs> buying these picks because we're just handing out winners. Peter, enter like a little uh,
5: ching sound right after you say the two thirty six.
0: Will do, <laughs> will do. <laughs> All right, yeah, run through them real quick and let's do best bets.
5: Yep, yep, yeah. K State forty dollar pick plus twenty three and a half, home against Oklahoma. Thirty dollar Michigan minus one and a half, home against Notre Dame. Texas A and M minus ten and a half, home against Mississippi State, and then a ten dollar pick. Penn State, minus five and a half points at Michigan State. All right, who wants to uh, kick off the best bets this week? Uh, well,
1: Peter, since you still have a leg up on us, you're 3-0. and o. We both have moved to 1-2. and two. I think it's only fair that you started off.
0: Yes, sir. 3-0 and o on my best bets, man. It's a really great feeling. I feel like Cousin Sal wearing that crown on Lock It In, man. <laughs> uh when are you guys gonna catch up i'm glad you got oh. your first dub on the board this week and i told you i was gonna come with some spice did i not i said i was coming with the money line parlay this you week. did you did oh so gosh. we'll get there we'll get to it i'm gonna tell you my pick last <laughs> week i had a three-team teaser the niners at the redskins was a pick one nine to zero the rams plus seven at atlanta they shit pumped them And over 39 in the Philly-Dallas game. Dallas scored 37 themselves. Need I say more? So, here we go. Week four of best bets. Trying to keep this train rolling. Trying to go to 4-0. I got the money line parlay for you. You guys ready? Hit me. All right, so I'm throwing 50 bucks on this this week. Jags, minus 250, home to the New York Jets. Darnold just... Pretty much destroyed any of the resume he had built for himself against the Patriots this week. Fournette has been having a really good year. They're pounding the rock. I like the Jags to get it done here against the Jets. I think that's pretty straightforward. Then we go Rams minus 700 home to the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a lot. I don't need to say anything on this. No, you don't. Throwing it in there. Win a couple more dollars. Then we go Indianapolis Colts minus two hundred and sixty home to the Broncos. What is this Broncos team, man? They looked horrible against the Chiefs. It's bad. That's what
1: I'm saying. That's why they are my best bet.
0: Yeah, they just traded Emmanuel Sanders, one of their best receivers. So Colts minus two hundred and sixty at home. I look at that O line. They're going to punish the Broncos without Bradley Chubb. Should be an easy W for Jacoby Brissett. Then we go fourth leg of this parlay, Detroit, minus 310, home to the New York Giants. I don't think the carry-on loss is going to affect them too much. They're going That's get, the
1: only one I don't know about right there.
0: They're going to get back on track after a disappointing week against Minnesota. Danny Dimes has not looked like the same player we saw the first couple weeks. Really kind of losing his touch, it appears. And then lastly, Fifth and final leg of the parlay, the Seattle Seahawks minus 175 going to the Atlanta Falcons. What have you guys seen from Dan Quinn and the Falcons that has impressed you this season? Absolutely nothing. I know the Seahawks are going to be ready to get back on track after that Ravens loss at home. So, Jags, Rams, Colts, Detroit Lions, and the Seattle Seahawks money line parlay fifty bucks to win two hundred thirty two dollars. That's checking in at plus four sixty. Okay,
1: I mean, hey, I got all the hate for the parlay week one. I mean, I'll, I'll gladly dish it back out if this doesn't hit, but I have
0: a <laughs> feeling it's got a much better chance well, than it did. You told me I needed to come up with some spice. Uh, I
1: day, hey, I I like it. I'm with you. That's. I you know I might take the lions out of that because that one makes me a little bit nervous and throw uh throw a good ten or twenty on it or so.
0: All right, well plus four sixty, I think it's pretty good. Jackson, what do you got coming off your first dub? Okay, so
1: I'm kind of contradicting the well logic here because I dipped down in the Chiefs well last week and uh, worked pretty well for me, but the big thing there, the Mahomes injury. I was pretty scared for a while and. That is the reason why I am taking the Green Bay Packers oh minus four and a half <laughs> on the road in Arrowhead. I know that sounds crazy. I would never have done that if Mahomes was playing, but it's Matt Moore. The Green Bay defense is not bad, and the Kansas City defense is not good. And I just think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are going to score at least 28 points without a doubt. And I don't know if Matt Moore is going to be able to score more than 21 to 24. And so that's why I'm rolling with the Packers this week at minus
5: four and a half. Mm. The silence, ah, I love it. I, love I know. It. I, wish I, could, I wish I could formulate a good opposing thought. <laughs> just, just because I, I think the Chiefs defense is starting to kind of round into form. I think we have, like, <clears throat> decent players across the board. And Spagnola is starting to figure out kind of how to, to shape it. But, but I think you are, right? I think Aaron Rodgers against Matt Moore, you just kind of have to not overthink that. So
1: The Packers are just rolling right now. They're getting healthy. Mm-hmm. They get Devontae Adams back. They get Geronimo Allison back. There's just no way they mm. don't score a lot. And when it comes down to a shootout, I just don't think Matt Moore and Kansas City can hang with them. But what you were saying about the defense snacks, I do agree with. And I think partially what's going to change also when you have that offense at full capacity and they're scoring like they do and you're ahead a lot, you're really playing just to keep teams – you just don't want to give up the big play. You know, like you're not worried mm-hmm. about giving up some touchdowns in there. You're not worried if you give up 21, 24 points because you're going to go score 30 to 40. And I think with Mahomes out, their defensive game plan and how they look at it just changes. Instead of just, all right, let's just hold them you know, under 21 and we'll get the win. The offense will take care of us. Now they're going out there. Probably saying we need to do our best to pitch damn near a shutout because we have no idea what the offense is going to give us.
5: Yeah, I agree. And the only thing that gives me hope as a Chiefs fan is that we have Andy Reid and like Tyree Hill is fully healthy. But I just think when it comes down to it, if it's like a tie game going into the fourth quarter, it's Aaron Rodgers you' going to find a way to outduel Matt Moore. So I don't I don't hate that at all. I I don't want to, I don't want that I don't want you to win that bet this week. But <laughs> I think. Uh, I think you're on the nose there. Man, I, thank you. I
0: actually really agree. I can see the Packers winning by a lot. I can't believe I'm saying this. It just scares me. The way they have been playing has been intimidating. defense for the first time in forever, and that's yeah. just been game-changing. I thought their win over Dallas was a little bit fluky, just kind of the way that played out. But I'm just starting to buy into what the Packers have going. Did you guys see the clip of Rodgers and LaFleur in the locker
1: room Oh, together?
0: yeah. Matt is
1: trying to get on his good side because he knows they've got to make it work and be buddies. Yeah. To really, really, really reach its potential.
5: They've got a little uh, bromance blossoming in front of our
1: eyes, I, I think. I, I hope, really think they do. I hope they do. And it's also seemed like, I don't know, M- McCarthy and Rodgers kind of had that, that – Tussle for who really gets the final say in the play calling, and felt like both of them had this pride thing, or it was like I've won a Super Bowl, and I've won a Super Bowl. Uh, Don't don't audible off my play, or I'll just call that play. I'm gonna audible, blah blah. blah. Like it just seemed like there was this never-ending battle between them. Even if they got along in the beginning, by the end, I just seemed like a broken relationship, and it looks like Lafleur is giving Rodgers free reign to Mm -hmm. audible run whatever he wants and it's working and they even add a little bit of tempo to that offense and it looks good i mean i'm i'm
0: all on board for the packers to win the nfc you'd be stupid not to give Rodgers that leeway because i mean that front oh office i completely is agree. push Lafleur back
1: out before they
0: ever get rid of Rodgers. oh definitely mm-hmm. i think Lafleur is
1: playing his cards perfect right now and that's part of the reason they're sitting at six and one and people are starting to say oh, shit, the Packers might actually uh, – they might win 13 or so this year and Rodgers might be MVP conversation yet again.
5: Completely yeah, and as a Chiefs, Yeah, and as a Chiefs fan, I'm terrified of, like you said, Devontae Adams coming back healthy because I don't know who – I don't know what cornerback we put on him. Like, he's a he's a matchup nightmare, especially against our secondary. There's just no one that we can really put on him. Like, if he's fully healthy, we're Chiefs are in trouble. So, mm-hmm. I got you there. Cool, cool. Uh, snacks?
0: What you got for yep. us
5: this week? Coming I off think, a dub, I think. Uh, I think you can guess where I'm going with this. And stop me if you've heard this before. The Ohio State. Tigers oh, man. <laughs> are minus fourteen at home against Wisconsin, the team that lost to the Illinois fight in Illinois this weekend. I I just don't see a world in which this game is close. Uh, the spread would have been a lot smaller. Wisconsin would have handled business oh, this yeah. weekend, but, but like I was kind of worried. Against last weekend, Ohio State was playing at Northwestern. The spread was like twenty-eight. I didn't take it, and they ended up winning by a hundred. So I, <laughs> I fifty-two think to they, three. Yeah, there's like Vegas is still trying to adjust to how good Justin Fields is, and I think the spread is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. So, like as as a smart Guy and I'm not a smart guy, but you just kind of you just have to keep, you just have to keep taking the teams that are covering the spread. And Ohio State, I think, is like five and two against the spread. They like they just keep, the spread keeps getting bigger, and they just keep covering it. So I know Wisconsin is a good defense; they're actually number one in total defense in the country. But if you look at who they played, it they don't have, matter. They, yeah, they I, Ohio that, State's man.
1: defense has been just as good. Let me let me riddle mm-hmm. these stats off to y'all real quick because I'm looking at them. So points allowed per game, Wisconsin's at seven point six. Ohio State's at eight, so right there, neck and neck, which is just crazy So they're both scoring forty plus and allowing that little. And then yards allowed, uh, Wisconsin's allowing one ninety four, and Wisconsin's allowing two twenty nine, so thirty five
5: yard difference. Mm hmm. Yeah, Ohio State's always had under the Urban Meyer years, they always had a good offense, but kind of a average to below average defense. But like you said, this defense this year is it's different. Incre- is really good. Yeah, and so I just I think Wisconsin struggles to move the ball. I think Ohio State loads the box, makes Jack Cohn make some throws. They try to stop Jonathan Taylor. Yep, they're going to take I Jonathan think, Taylor think, away. Yeah, and I think Justin Fields has you know a big time day. It's at, especially if it's at Ohio State. Some Heisman no moments in that, this game, perhaps. Per- perhaps, perhaps a Heisman moment or two. Because this is really like their last big game until – Michigan, I believe. Michigan, yeah. I need I mean, to play Iowa. Oh, which, no,
1: they have Penn you know. State at home before Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep.
5: Yeah. Forgot about that. That'll be um, a
1: good
0: one. That's going to determine yeah, who so wins I mean,
1: the Big Ten right there.
0: Yeah. Let, um, me, let me throw a quick stat at you. Let's hear it. The Ohio State Buckeyes have outscored their opponents by 293 points this season. And they haven't yeah. they haven't won a game by less than twenty four points, which yep. they've done twice. Because I remember one of those twenty
1: four point games, I had them at twenty eight, and that hurt very very bad. Wow,
5: oh, you hate to,
1: you hate. To but hear anyway, that. yeah, let's leave the misery out of this. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, but I, I I think it it really is time to start talking about Ohio State as the best team in the country, especially if is out for two weeks, is uh-huh. not looking right. I mean, I think Ohio State. I think it's
1: between them and LSU and Bama with Tua healthy. Yeah, I'm with you.
5: Yeah, I mean, I would take Justin Fields over Joe Burrows, even though Burrows is right there. Um, I would take Justin Fields over Tua, honestly, from what I've seen this year. <sighs> oh yeah, you, yeah, you heard, you heard me. Okay. right. I am, I'm all in on Ohio State this year. I think they're incredible on both sides of the ball. So I don't know. I just think that, you know, Clemson is kind of looking for a reason to lose a game. Um, and I think Ohio State's, you know, but, the, yeah, and I think just Wisconsin's struggling to uh, to score points the next couple of weeks. So. I hear that. Yeah. that's a
1: letdown game, too. I mean, you think that, oh, shit, like, we're legit. We can win out. We can make the playoff. Then you have a letdown game like Illinois, and y'all are just going into Ohio State like, now I got to go play a real team in Columbus, and we're mm-hmm. out of the playoff. Like, yeah, I could see that being a 31-3 to game. Ohio State. <laughs> I don't think it will be, but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I'm right there with you, yeah. All right. Uh, we want to run through our best bets one more time
0: here and then uh, bring on your boy Henning. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I got five-leg money line Parlay. <laughs> Jags minus 250. Rams minus 700. Colts minus 260. Detroit minus to Seattle minus 175. Plus 460 odds, 50 to win $232. I'm 3-0 as well, just throwing that out there. <laughs> paywall. Hashtag paywall, Peter. Paywall. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Uh, bet I had this week. Packers
1: playing against the Chiefs in Arrowhead, minus 4.5. And,
5: and I have the Ohio State Buckeyes, minus 14 at home against the
0: Wisconsin Badgers. Yes, sir. Wait, Jackson. Did you say four and a half or three and a half? Four and a half is what I'm seeing it at.
5: Okay. I think it's up to like,
0: I think it might be up to five now, but I'm, I'm
5: sure. I mean, let change.
1: me do a real quick look here. It is four and a half. Ooh, that's a primetime game okay. Sunday night. That's going to be glorious. Sunday night foosball. That'll be a good one. I wish Mahomes <laughs> was
0: playing, but it'll still be a good one for the uh, sake no. of my bet. I don't, but yeah. <laughs> All right. There's our best bets. We'll be right back with story time with Austin Henning. Yep. I right, I'm here with my boy, a dollar sign, Austin Henning. He had a live he, he had a lively weekend from uh, what I heard, and we wanted to have him on to talk about it. How are you, buddy?
3: I'm doing great, Peter. It's good to be on, man. I know.
0: I, I can't believe it's been this long, and we wanted to have you on as soon as we could, and it just kind of worked out this way. Well, like, how, yeah, absolutely. How are you? How's life in the Big D?
3: um i'm loving it down here man um it was kind of a slow transition pretty much i had one friend down here for a little while but uh slowly making some friends and i'm really loving it so good
0: is that one friend tommy <laughs> my one friend tommy <laughs> Britton. yeah you, you and tommy
5: just moving down there <laughs> taking over the city i love it
0: yeah uh, well jackson's moving down there in january so y'all got to. that's what yeah. i heard that's what i heard that's pretty awesome Watch yeah. we'll yes sir okay so You went down to Austin see a couple buddies. Carol was in town, is that right? Yep. So uh, we
3: went down to visit Zev Malin. So me and Tommy went down Friday whenever we got off work. Um, And Austin is Austin is a time. If you haven't if you haven't made your way down there yet, I'd I'd book a weekend, find one on the calendar, and get down there. (laughs) Um, No, we I mean we had an awesome weekend. Um, It was it was good to catch up with some buddies for sure. Good.
0: Well. Did you guys buy tickets the same day as the game? Like, or was this planned out
3: like, well in advance? <laughs> um, Zev actually bought us tickets like, a few weeks back, and he's like, we're doing this. Because me and Tommy have been telling him we we're going to get down there for a couple months now, and we just hadn't, hadn't got down there. But Zev's like, I'm buying tickets. You guys are going to vent with me, and we're doing this. So
0: Hell yeah, no better reason. So what are you guys doing Saturday morning?
3: So, it was kind of a late one on Friday night. We kind of got
0: going uh, around like
3: 11, I'd say, on Saturday morning. Um, Connor Smith actually ended up buying a place like right next to the stadium. Oh, wow. Um, So, he's like started pregame there probably around noon or 1 o'clock. And we kind of got rowdy pretty early, and uh, (laughs) the game kind of showed for it. I'll kind of get into that here in a little bit. Sacks, you got anything on that? You
0: been down to Austin ever?
5: No, I haven't. But everyone I've talked to has said it's been awesome. like it's it's an incredible city. Um, so, Henny, you might just like send me the final pitch there. I might I might I might be bought in.
3: Oh no, absolutely! There, we have actually have an office down in Austin. I was like telling some of my buddies, I was like, I might be on like that that one year stay in Dallas and moving <laughs> down to Austin. I, I loved it down there.
0: Well, I was down there over spring break for bachelor party and it was a hell of a time rainy street did you guys check that out you see like
3: yeah we did actually before the game oh you
0: got like unbar and like unbelievable. yeah we checked that yeah out. places to survive I- hell I yeah you went down the slide
3: absolutely you saw that <laughs>
0: no i didn't see it but i just knew you would well let's hear about the game crazy game the, the jayhawks covered it was snacks 40 dollar pick on yes sir. crazy
3: game Uh, shout out snacks. Uh, before I get into the game a little bit, I kind of want to go over like a little parlay, uh, shout out snacks. Me and Kara, we just threw in 10 bucks. Um, KU plus 21. That was an absolute lock. Um, Michigan plus seven and a half at Penn state. I don't know if snacks even really kind of touched on that one, but me and me and Kara were like, if Harbaugh is going to, going to stay at Michigan, I think that, I think they got to go. They got to at least keep it within a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Um, and then another one we had was Oregon minus three at Washington. Um, that was a close We one. actually ended up going to that Oregon-Auburn game in Arlington at Jerry's World, and I could not believe that Oregon blew that game, um, but that was a close one. And then we had A&M Moneyline uh, at Ole Miss, so little, like twenty to win one eighty in that. Wow. Shout out snacks for two of those two of those four picks. Damn. I'm glad to help. You want to email me like ten for that? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you over right when we get off this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. there we go. We're I mean, talking
0: about a paywall, so that that's on brand.
3: <laughs> 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 We're only in this for the money. We're not in
0: this to help friends. We're in this for the money.
3: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but to kind of get into the game a little bit, we started off slow. Um, I think they were up like 14-0, and we were like kind of planning like shit. I mean, if it's a blowout at halftime, like we might just go hit the bars. Um, but KU kind of just started slowly trucking away. Puka started getting that ground game going a little Huge bit. Game. Carter Stanley, Carter Stanley. looked, Carter
5: Stanley looked really good. I mean, I what
3: did you guys think about that? So
5: I was watching the game on the Longhorn Network, and the commentators had obviously never seen Carter Stanley play. And they were like talking about like him going to the next level, like he had like next level arm talent. And I was like, I love Carter Stanley, and I think he's like a good a good KU quarterback. But we were sitting there, we were watching it, we were like, these guys watch zero film. They like they got picked up off the streets for this game. Like, the announcers just had no idea what they were talking about. But they, like in, I, uh, in that game alone, he did look, he did look nice. I'll say that.
3: I uh, I like read a little recap after the game, and uh, like one of the lines is like. Carter Stanley looks like an NFL talent mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. And it's like, come on. You guys have watched. Yeah, like you said, you've watched one game.
0: But
5: so, but no, he looked really good. So that's
0: the Longhorn Network broadcasters?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Ricky Ricky Williams was on it. Um, <sighs> I, yeah, I'd never seen these guys before. <laughs> Ricky
0: Williams was probably stoned <laughs> as a bone talking about horoscopes
5: yeah they were they couldn't
0: like <laughs> they couldn't
5: formulate like a straight thought the entire game it was just like rambling kind of like what we do here
0: well you uh you were talking about brent Diarmond, the new off is that yeah. right Diarmond or dearman
5: uh dearman i think okay. i think dearman
0: well he's an r p o guru and he brought it yeah. he absolutely brought it clearly he brought it uh i was, i caught up on miles to go this week and I was impressed with everything I saw from him so yeah
5: and he's uh he's a good Twitter follow. He was he was hyping after the game, like talking like no more victories, but like kind of being positive. Like he's getting me hyped for next week. And he started uh, uh, this hashtag on Twitter. It's like um, prepare the wheat, like wave the wheat, but like prepare the wheat or something like that. It's it's catching on. So he's uh okay. he's gonna be a, yeah. I'm I'm bought into him.
0: Prepare the wheat. All right, so. Where are we at? We were at 14-0, and Puka got
5: going. So, 14-0,
3: Puka got going a little bit. Um, Carter started throwing the ball around. And uh, before we know it, um, I mean, we're in this game. Um, Kind of fast forward a little bit to the fourth quarter. Um, We get that interception, like, on their twenty. And we're going absolutely nuts. So, I mean, we've been chirping these fans all game. A little, like, raw cha <laughs> Like, one of those. And then Carol would let out, like, a woo! And then we would scream, fuck Texas! And it's, like, horns down, like, in these fans' face. So, after the pick, you can imagine how crazy we're going. Um, we get in the end zone, cut it to 31-30. Um, they end up blocking the extra point. Dude behind me, um, so I actually thought it was his wife at the time, gives me a little kick to the ribs, so I turn around, I scream, fuck you, and his, her husband's like, you don't talk to my wife that way, um, and, then, and then the guy behind him was like, welcome to the fucking show, baby. Welcome to the fucking show. Jeez.
1: Um,
3: yeah, so it was pretty wild. Um, needless to say, about five minutes later, uh, the guy and his wife, they're, they end up just walking out. They are fighting a little bit. Um, and about a minute after after they're out there, um, cops walk up, and they're like, yeah, we got to go. Um, so they pretty much carry me out of there. The, the section is they exploded because, I mean, I was chirping them all game long. And uh, I'm giving them the hook them down on my way
5: out. Um, it, it was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. Wait, wait. How, how were you? How were you escorted out? Were you like walking? Were you? It
3: was. It was. It was two cops on each side of me, and they. I mean, they had my like. They had my elbows. Like it was. Jeez. It was a straight escort. Yeah, with the three. With my three buddies behind, just like. Yeah, that's my friend.
0: So they were just following you? There was no cops with were, their hands on them or what?
3: Oh no. I mean they, they came direct for me. I mean I was I was pretty much in their face the entire <laughs> game with the hook I'm like about an inch from their face. How many KU fans were there around the area or was it just So like, there was actually four like, or the five sec- the section over? So the one we were in was just us. Um the section over was like a squad of KU fans. I don't know why Zeb decided to book the tickets he got, but uh no, there was a squad over there, and they were loving what we were doing. But uh, the Texas fans, <laughs> obviously, not so much. They kind of uh, they kind of showed their true colors about how classy a program they're running down there. And all That's that what stuff. I'm saying, man. Okay, cool. Hook them.
0: No class. Uh, in this but program. yeah,
3: so I uh, we get we get out to the concourse. First cop's like, "All right, tell me your story." I get going a little bit. Second cop walks up. Shut the fuck up. And so at that point, I was like, "Yeah, it's over. We're we're getting kicked out of here today." So. Dang.
0: So he didn't even let you
3: talk. No, it was no, it was you. You guys are out of here. So
5: what, like, what point of the game where did you get kicked out? Was it like mid fourth quarter? It sounds so like? so. This is so. I think it
3: was like I think there was like ten minutes left. Whenever we like we scored that final mm-hmm. touchdown, and it was like it was pretty much right oh. after that.
5: Yeah, that would have been trap. But we actually
3: we actually like ended up walking out, and there there's like some fans that just like sit right out of the stadium, like with little like TV set up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We actually made friends some <laughs> some decent Texas fans out there and watched the rest What's of the game the with them. They were actually, yeah, decent individuals.
5: Decent
0: individuals.
5: So are you are you welcome back into Daryl K Royal Memorial Stadium anytime soon? I, I think that's I think that's an absolutely <laughs> no chance. Um, they probably got
3: my face plastered on the walls. Um, if you guys know who Jamie Cohen is, he didn't even make another one of our buddies that was down there. He's a fly side. Um, he didn't even end up making it through the first quarter. They they sent him out of there too.
5: <laughs> Really, I feel, like, I feel like that happens a yeah. I bet like that happens a lot down in Austin. Just people come down there for the weekend, get trashed during the day, and just like get kicked out in the first quarter, second quarter. Well,
3: another another thing, me and Tom were kind of talking about was uh, that's like all they got down there is Texas football. So you know those cops down there, like they love Texas too, and they're like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're sick of these kids. They'd actually told me whenever we were out in the concourse, they were like, "Yeah, we have binoculars on you all day. We saw what you were doing."
0: <laughs> what?
3: All right, come on, bro. They, yeah, they straight up told me they had binoculars. You had the sniper from from
0: across the stadium. Yeah, we yeah. can't even get a new stadium, and they're paying for snipers.
3: That's what. That's what I'm saying, bro. It was ridiculous. Did you ever Jeez. have like a red dot on your forehead, like? About <laughs> to get taken out. I didn't
5: see it if I had one, but but who knows.
3: Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I
5: mean that would that would never happen at KU. Like they would they would be like, Yeah, join the party. Like everyone's this drunk. Oh,
3: absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um but kind of just like finish it up on the game. So we're like we're out there like outside of Stadium watching the end of it. Obviously we get we score that touchdown, it's like, what is it? Uh like we get it to forty eight or something like that with the
5: extra with the two hundred yeah, version. Forty seven.
3: So we're we're going crazy out there. The Texas fans. I mean, they weren't. They were obviously pissed, but they were just. They love to see a little energy out there because they were, It was like just two guys, um, and then Dicker the kicker mm. comes down and and caps off a little game winner. Dicker the
0: kicker. Talk about our defense, man. We didn't do anything on that last drive. They just straight up walked on the field. Oh absolutely it,
3: i mean that was all game long for the most part fair yeah, enough
5: but it it, it was tough you know? in the uh in the fourth quarter cuz like they were, we were scoring <clears> i think like every three play like the defense could barely catch their breath and they were getting trotted back out there so i think they were just gassed and i mean it's a it's a wonder that they stayed in the game that long like they yeah. they kind of like shit the bed late in the fourth quarter but I mean, they had a couple nice turnovers late in the game to keep us in it but yeah, I think they were just gas on that last drive, they and they had kind of given every the best shot that they had. But yeah, that was that was kind of a bad performance late yeah.
0: right there. Well, we got Jet Duffy in the Texas Tech Red Raiders next week. Sax, I know you know a little bit about him. I do
5: know, my guy Jet. He uh, he'll probably burn me. I've been trashing. I've been trashing <laughs> him all year. He's probably going to put up like seven touchdowns on us. Uh, well, no, let's we'll see, I, keep going. I I mean, I think, I think we could win it. I, I mean, I'm fairly confident. Andy, how, how are you, uh, how are you feeling about this week's, week's game? I, I
3: love, I love what we're doing. Um, for you guys that don't know, it's KU's homecoming this weekend. Um, and I, and I think if I got a lock of the week, I think that is absolutely <laughs> it. KU plus three and a half this weekend. Um, put your rent on it, put your mortgage on it. Um, I think we're going to absolutely beat the brakes off of them. Um, Might even go with an alternate line and take K U (laughs) minus minus three or something like that. But I love it.
0: I agree. Lock that in if you're listening to this and buy this man a drink at the wheel Saturday night (laughs) because he will be there. (laughs) Absolutely. So the the line opened at like I think eight
5: and everyone was kinda thinking the same way, honey. They were like, Vegas is Vegas is loving us, baby. Come on. Just like shot down to whatever it is, like three and a half now, so yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling good about the Hawks this week, so I love it. That's awesome. In.
0: All right, I'll see you boys on Saturday. How about that?
5: Let's go get a win.
0: Perfect. Later, Thanks. Peter.